Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. People say, oh, I hate rich people. No, you don't. You hate rich people till you become rich, right? So what you hate is a game system. Oh, but hold on, let's follow the illogic logic. Let's take all the money in the world, distribute it to everybody in the world equally. Here's what's going to happen. In three years, the folks who had the money before will have it again because they got the memo on how money works and you never got it. You just thought it was all about making money. I, if I win the lottery, by the way, 70% of those who win the lottery are bank, bankrupt in five years. If I win the lottery and nothing else, I, get a, uh, I have a million dollars extra. I see a homeless guy on the street corner on the off ramp. I feel sorry for him. I give him a million bucks and that's all I do. I give him a million bucks. He'll be broke in six months. So, because if nothing changes here, and nothing changes here, nothing's gonna change here, nothing's gonna change here. Money's a mindset. This mindset thing, it's everything. It's every, it's literally everything. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I know you want to watch this next video, but listen, if you are an entrepreneur, business coach, business consultant, or a small business owner who has a story and wants to learn how to create multiple streams of income from your story, I need you to text me right now. My book to 646-687-4152. That is my personal number. I have been an author for over 12 years. I've written 10 books. Four of them have been bestsellers and I've sold over a hundred thousand books, but I've also helped a lot of my clients take their expertise and put it into a story, then create multiple streams of income from that. So I want to help you do the same thing. So text my book to 646-687-4152. I, I, let's go back to the video. Pay attention and listen me about to teach class. Inside the boat, my man asked cash to get your man right. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. You see him change your life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, I know a lot of people throw out the, the, the phrase GOAT, greatest of all time. Listen, I got the triple OG in the building. I'm going to tell you how this man changed my life and doesn't even know it. This is our first time ever talking, ever meeting, but he changed my life. I'm going to take you back 2004. Uh, I was a banker uh, at, a, at, a, at a bank, obviously, uh, at one of the major banks, uh, and I was just getting tired. I was, I, you know, I come from the hood, grew up in the St. Nicholas Projects, and, you know, made it out. I was like, yo, I love what I'm doing, but I realized that all of my clients did not look like me. And I said to myself, I am, this guy from the hood is out here teaching uh, other people how to build wealth where there are people in my community that look like me that need the same exact information. So I went on a hunt. I was looking. I was like, how can I get into the inner city schools? And in this book, Banking on Our Future, 
I picked up the book and I started reading on, on the book. Then I realized it was a whole program and I wound up joining the program. Uh, and, and since then, I knew that there was a lane in financial education, a lane in you know teaching our people about wealth. And so this is almost 20 years ago. And now I'm in the flesh with the man, the myth, the, the living legend, no, no, no. John Hope Bryan. What's up, brother? Oh, man. My honor. My honor. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, because, again, you know, as somebody who, um, you know, I you know, grew up in the, in the inner city, mm. uh, been, you know, packing bags and selling mixtapes. So I was always an entrepreneur. <laughs> but when I got into the banking world, my eyes opened up mm. into how to really build wealth. Um, and then... Again, you know, since your program, I've been in inner city schools, I've been in churches, I've been in jails, Rikers Island, like really just doing this work uh, because there is such an importance still, though, 20 years later, there's still this importance. Um, and so before we get into all of that, for those who don't know, who is John O'Brien? Uh, today, I'm just your valet. I'm just carrying your bags, brother. Uh, uh, first of all, God bless you, man. Quince Ambassador Andrew Young would say, my mentor, my role model, the closest thing we've got to Nelson Mandela in North America, he would say coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. Mm. So uh, I think the fact that we came full circle is, you know, one could say coincidence. Maybe it's just God doing his magic, right? Uh, Ambassador Andrew Young, who was with Dr. King on that balcony when he was assassinated, when he was focusing on money, the Poor People's Campaign, yeah. that's why he was probably assassinated. He he has said to live in a system of free enterprise and not to understand the rules of free enterprise must be the very definition of slavery. So what you're trying to do here today, and I just love the, the, the dichotomy of messages here. One is showing you how to, to make some money, showing, showing, trying to, how to keep some money. One is definitely taking your money. <laughs> uh, I won't even talk about what this thing is here. Some people wouldn't know. I just, uh, just, I'm still blown. My, my mind's still blown by this. And this, is, and this is how money flows, which is the passport, which is, uh, international currency. Uh, I'm I'm an entrepreneur, uh, but like you, I'm just my mother's child, uh, and I grew up in the as you say the hood. I said the hood, D A hyphen H O D, the hood, in Compton, California, South Central L A. Uh, homeless for six months of my life when I was 18. Um, so I take no for vitamins. Like you know, I, success to me is going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Like over the round it, do it. I'm gonna get to it. Nothing nothing bothers me. Um, and and, and I, I really think that this resiliency piece, which you just described, is really the the strategic advantage of Black America. We are we've been doing so much with so little for so long. We can almost do anything with nothing. So uh, I started my first business when I was ten years old. I guess I'll tell you that story later. Homeless when I was eighteen. Uh, started Operation Hope when I was twenty six. Um, everybody laughed at me. Rolled their eyes, you know, like you, know, you, you mentioned, you know, it's been 20 years. But Quincy Jones, another one of my mentors, says that it takes 20 years to change a culture. Mm. Wow. And in the last 20 years, we've made dumb sexy. Mm. We've dumbed down and celebrated it. Mm. And now it's time to make smart sexy again. Look at what you're doing. Yeah. You're making smart sexy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, when, 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 ladies, when you go to the club tonight, when you go to the, 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 the COVID free vaccinated club tonight, don't just say is a dude, oh, the guy's handsome. Oh, he's pretty. Oh, you know, guys, don't just say, oh, the lady's fine. Ask what their credit score is. <laughs> right? Ask if they have a job, right? Ask if they, they have you know, like career ambitions. Do you have home skills? Can you raise a child, right? I mean, this is some practical stuff, right? Because cute will fall away, right? And then you're left with dumb and unqualified. 
And on a real talk basis, I still haven't answered your question about what I do, but this is my passion. Half of, our, half of black folks, we're brilliant in every way, man. But half of us, our credit scores are below 640. Not poor people, everybody. Which means you, you got half of black America locked out of the free enterprise system. Because you, you can't get a, a small business loan for less than a 700 credit score at a bank because it's, it's viewed as risky credit. You can't get a decent mortgage below 680. You can't get a good car loan below 650. I mean, the reality is if you're driving around in a Mercedes right now, you have a, you have a, a 600 credit score or a 580 credit score. It's not a Mercedes, it's Mercedes payments. <laughs> if, the, if the interest rate's 18%, it's, a, it's not a car, it's a bomb. It's right. gonna blow, you, it's gonna blow you, you up and your, your generational wealth uh, promise. So I've created Operation Hope to try to change the trajectory of our people at scale in what I believe was the next movement for our people, which was to move on, on building on civil rights to move to what I call silver rights to move from protesting in the streets to cashing checks and doing deals in the business suites, to move from just cashing checks to writing them, to move from a color a discussion and an argument about black or white or red or blue to the color everybody understands, which is green, which is what this is all about. Even slavery wasn't about trying to abuse you or me or my grand, grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, it was about economics. It was, how do, you get, how do you get people to work for free? How do you get free labor? At the, at the bottom line, it wasn't personal. And we take it personal. We've gotten emotional about it. We get distracted. Uh, and as Malcolm X would say, bamboozled, tricked, and fooled, while somebody is literally robbing you in broad daylight. And so it, when I was growing up in the hood, man, it, it, it frustrated me that I looked around my neighborhood and I saw in my 500 credit score neighborhood a check casher next to a payday loan lender, next to a rental owned store, next to a title lender, next to a pawn shop, next to a liquor store, and a church down the street, the local therapist, because we won't admit we're crazy. We, we won't go see it shrink. We all, all of us crazy. The only question is what you do something about it, right? Uh, we won't admit that because we're ashamed for some reason. Um, so we go to church and we scream and holler so we don't kill somebody on Monday. We did just to get, to get that out of our system. And all this, this sort of depression, or organized community involvement, I wanted to break the cycle of it. Um, we've, we've normalized it, man. We've normalized this. Like we don't, people watching this may, as a result of watching this with fresh eyes, may go through that neighborhood and go, that's not normal. That's not normal. That's not normal. Those things over there are not normal. They don't exist in 700 credit score neighborhoods. <laughs> they don't. They only exist in our neighborhoods, right? So Operation Hope was created for that purpose. It's now the largest financial literacy and financial inclusion organization in America, which is the largest economy in the world. Um, we're in, we have offices in 180 offices, full-time offices in um, 30 plus states. And I have an app that you can access in all 50 states. And we have four main clients. We've directed $3.8 billion into our neighborhoods for home ownership, small business ownership, entrepreneurship. Uh, four main clients, I just mentioned that. Um, raising credit scores, 54 points in six months. 120 points in 24 months. Nothing changes your life more than God and love than moving your credit score 120 points. But at, at base, you and I are the same. I'm just an entrepreneur. And I, uh, to prove that this was a movement, and I, I, I got on the other side of the ledger, so about 
four years ago, I started a company called The Promise Homes Company. No affirmative action, no government programs, no hookups, no favors, just a real estate company. So now I'm the largest owner of single family rental homes in America who happens to be black. So the oh. Promise Homes Company owns 700 homes in Atlanta and North Florida worth $125 million. Oh. But that didn't exist in 2016. Oh. Did, and so we, four years. Four years. Wow. Just proves what yeah. we can do when we focus on it, right? Yeah. So, it, you know, it, it's really, it's really, uh, you say that you, that I helped you. In reality, you've inspired me because I think if we had an ash on every block in America, nothing else, just that, you change black America. You might even change America. You, you don't need a President Obama. God bless him, I'm glad we had a black president. You, we need, we need a, Bill, a black Bill Gates, boy, we needed a black President Obama. <laughs> Right. Right, right. You know, you need somebody who, 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 you need a multi, multi, multi billionaire who's going to create billionaires and then create hundred, hundred millionaires and create millionaires because all those people are going to, going to create philanthropy in their neighborhoods, going to create internships, jobs, economic opportunity. The triple down effect from that is off the chain. Yeah. So I, I just love what you're doing, man. Yeah, and yeah, no, I appreciate you. And I mean, this, I'm like, like, I'm, I'm just in class right now. So I, I, you can talk because, um, you know, for, for me, just doing this work is really like on the back of you, right? Like just kind of look, looking at, at the movement and, and to your point, um, just knowing that it, it takes a lot of us to do it. Um, but you said something, you know, offline about there being a difference between <laughs> or, you know, we have everything we need yeah. in the community. Like we know yeah. how to make money, but there's a difference between... Making, making money, money and building wealth. Please talk to us about that. Oh man, it's everything. We this is a whole show we don't have time for. <laughs> I mean, as you can as you know, I got all real frustrated about these the, as my yeah, son yeah, yeah, yeah. my son educated me that these are cash dispensing machines or cash throwing machines for strip clubs. Like right. the fact that everybody knows what this is but but me is a compliment for me mm-hmm. and it's really sad for me to to all my friends who actually know what this is mm-hmm. because this is why we're broke. Yeah. Like this is what we're an expert in. And, and to the extent that we're an expert in the opposite of this, because this is just throwing money out to somebody who doesn't know you, right? And the only reason that she's accepting the money is for cash. I mean, the only reason she's there at the strip club is for money. It's the only reason she's there. She, she don't love you. She don't know you, yeah. right? It's just economic. Yeah. So the opposite of that is people say, oh, no, no, no. but John, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hustler. I'm, I'm out here making this money. I'm out here making this cash. I'm out here getting this dollar. None of that matters. None of that matters. Yeah. My boys are obsessed with, I want to make this money, I want to get this cash, I want to get this dollar, I want to make this buck, you'll be dead broke. If that's all you do, if that's all you know, God bless you, but you, you, no one will say you're lazy, but you'll be dead broke. Because money has velocity. It's going to come and it's going to go. Whether you participate with that velocity or not is irrelevant. So uh, this relates to two different things. So the only way you build wealth is in your sleep. <laughs> Like, so you can't work hard. To no, go. no. You work, you work hard to make money. Mm. Nine to five, you make your money. Mm. Five to nine, you get your hustle on. Mm. <laughs> so your nine to your five to your nine to five finances your five to nine, mm. right? Your hustle, right? Yeah. But you actually build wealth in the next nine to five. You literally build wealth in your sleep. It's called compounding: stocks, bonds, investment income, residual income, employees. Uh, royalties and residual rights from publishing portfolios. Uh, so I'm in um, I'm in the Bahamas with my family, and we're 
uh, my wife Shatra knew this guy who had a jet ski business. And, uh, and so he was like, John, I know you from the videos, man. I'll give you a free ride. No, I'll pay you. Yeah, just show me how to make money, man. Show me how to make money. So he gets me on the back of his jet ski. We're going, I don't know, 30 miles an hour on his jet ski. So he's asking me questions. Like, show me how to make money. I don't know how to make money, man. Come on, man. Show me how to make money. I have no idea how to make money. Man, you just messing. Hey, Inside the Vault family, did you know that the black community has $2.7 trillion of spending power? Are you ready to see what we can do when we combine and recirculate our resources to expand the pool of black excellence? I know I'm ready. And that's why Inside the Vault has partnered with Greenwood, the in-demand black-owned digital banking platform. Greenwood's namesake was founded in 1906, built from the brilliance of black dreamers looking to create a self-sufficient community in the Greenwood district of Tulsa, Oklahoma, a.k.a. Black Wall Street. Today, Greenwood is a digital banking platform with a mission to strengthen the black dollar using the same community reinvestment strategies of the original Greenwood district. And it's powered by best-in-class mobile app that allows you to bank from anywhere. So inside the Vault family, if you're ready to build a new legacy of black economic achievement, go to bankgreenwood.com slash inside the vault and sign up to be part of the new Greenwood community. That's bankgreenwood.com slash inside the vault. I'm ready. With me, I've seen all your videos. Come on, man. Show me how to make money. Yeah. Sir, I have no clue how to make money. I can tell you how to build wealth. Mm. Mm. You know, you can have, get a $100 million NBA contract mm -hmm. and be selling Slurpees at uh, Starbucks in five years. <laughs> we've all known, we've already seen that movie, right? So, in fact, I can take all the money in the world, distribute it equally to everybody in the world. This is the socialist dream everybody talks about, right? Oh, John, we just, just give everybody the money. Okay, okay, let's, let's, let's follow that track. Take all the money from the wealthy in the world because you're angry at them. By the way, people say, oh, I hate rich people. No, you don't. You hate rich people till you become rich, right? So what you hate is a game system. Oh, but hold on, let's follow the illogic logic. Let's take all the money in the world, distribute it to everybody in the world equally. Here's what's gonna happen. In three years, the folks who had the money before will have it again because they got the memo on how money works and you never got it. You just thought it was all about making money. I, if I win the lottery, by the way, 70% of those who win the lottery are bank, bankrupt in five years. If I win the lottery and nothing else, I, get a, uh, I have a million dollars extra. I see a homeless guy on the street corner on the off ramp. I feel sorry for him. I give him a million bucks and that's all I do. I give him a million bucks, he'll be broke in six months. So, because if nothing changes here, and nothing changes here, nothing's gonna change here, nothing's gonna change here. Money's a mindset. So you literally build wealth in your sleep. So back to the start, to the guy on the, on the jet ski. So, he, so I said, look, man, you go, I'm about to pay you for this jet ski. You have enough money to go home, pay for some dinner, maybe you pay for your rent. I don't know. You got a week's worth of cash flow for me and some other people. Then you broke again. Here's what you're, what you're missing. Hey, how you guys doing? Hold on, hold on, don't press that button because that's what I do every time I'm looking at an ad that I don't want to see. This ad just happened to be life changing. I just happen to own one of the biggest home healthcare companies in the state of Georgia. I can help you create your own. Just to give you a little bit of insight, I send out registered nurses, LPNs, and CNAs to take care of people inside of the homes that cannot take care of themselves. 
But guess what? You don't have to have any medical background and you don't have to have any medical knowledge. So if you're wanting to change your life and you have a passion for actually taking care of people, then go ahead and sign up for Home Healthcare Blueprint. I'll see you guys later. You need to go to all these hotels around here, go to the concierge, create a revenue sharing agreement and a referral agreement. You create some software through Shopify. We do it through, home, through our One Million Black Business Initiative. We do this for free. I'm not selling you anything. We, we'll hook it for business for free. So hook an account with Shopify. You want a website and a payment system and a scheduling, a scheduling app. You tell all the hotels when you refer to my, your jet ski kit business, they get a referral fee. So everybody wins. So when you're asleep now, as the hotel guests are checking in at the various hotels, because all the reason I, he had me as a client is he actually literally looked me in the eye and said, I will give you a jet ski ride because he knew my wife. Mm. How often can you do that? Right. But now you're asleep and now you have a whole group of people, Ash, around the whole island mm. as your ambassadors, right. as your sales team. They're working for you at midnight. Mm -hmm. You sleep. Right. By the time you get up in the morning, you now have booked mm -hmm. 20 jet ski appointments on the scheduling app with all your boys on the island who also have jet skis that you've now tied together in a network of revenue sharing. And when you get up in the morning, you just made $2,000. Now you do that seven nights in a row, and the math is easy. Right. Even on, so you're making money in your sleep, you're building wealth, mm -hmm. and now you're making money, money in the day, you're building wealth at night. Mm -hmm. Three things that have never gone backwards in American history. Real estate value, stock market value, GDP, gross domestic product. So the first thing somebody's going to say here is, come on now, John, we had the rec economic crisis of 2009. Uh -huh. Yeah, all that scared was you. Uh -huh. <laughs> Warren, Buffett, Warren Buffett said, when people are be greedy, be afraid. When right. people are afraid, be greedy. Be greedy. Yep. So what do black folks do? We, buy, we sell on the dip. Uh -huh. we, buy on, we buy on the hype. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know, hype, on, hype on Bitcoin. Hype on, what, doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Hype on real estate. We buy on the hype, we buy at the top of the market. And we sell on the dip. Oh my God, there's an economic crisis. Oh my God, there's the, 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 the market's down. Oh my God, the appraiser said my property's undervalued. Well, if you gotta live somewhere and you can afford to pay the mortgage, what do you care what the value is? You gotta live somewhere, hold it, buy, rehab, and hold. So I own a home and a condo in LA. I'm over answering the question, but this, this is everything. And I bought this condo for $225,000, townhome. It went down in 2009 uh, to $170,000. I ignored it. Mm. I had put a police officer in there as a landlord. I mean, as a, as a renter, I'm the landlord. I ignored it because he's paying my, my mortgage payment mm -hmm. and, my, and I just paid the $1,000 or whatever it was in property taxes. Mm -hmm. I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. All my friends told me to sell and they sold. Yep. All right, 2015, mm -hmm. I sell it. You wanna guess what I sell it for? 400,000. 750. Wow. I just made $600,000 in my sleep. Wow. I then took a 1031 tax-free exchange, mm -hmm. took that money, put it in another property, which is now worth four and a half million dollars. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm not brilliant. I'm not, I'm not even smart. This is not, has nothing to do with smart. This is called compounding. Yeah. Here's what happens with stock values, right? With real estate values. They do this, mm -hmm. crisis, they, they, they dip. What do we do? What do we do? We, this, we, we sell, sell, we sell right? right? The investors buy it. Right. Here's what happens, it corrects above the line. Yeah. You were here before. Mm. You went here, it dipped. Mm. It corrects above the line. Mm. There's another, another crisis, it dips, we sell, it corrects above the line. That's been happening literally mm. since the 1600s. Wow. Stock market values, same thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we, it goes up, it dips, what do we do? We sell on the dip. Mm -hmm. 
or we don't own in the first place. Only 13% of black people own the stock, right? So this $7 trillion, it was $7 trillion of stock market increased value in 2020. Yeah. Trillion. Yeah, yeah. Black folks didn't participate in any of it. Mm. So, so this is, this is, this is the, the fundamentals of economics are as solid as this table right here, or as solid as your heart. Uh-huh. They're unbending. The problem is, is what we don't know that we don't know that's killing us, but we think we know. Uh-huh. It's an old Southern saying, Ash. No matter how much I love you, my son or my daughter, uh-huh. if I don't have wisdom, I can only give you my own ignorance. Uh-huh. So, so out of love, we pass down bad habits from generation to generation. Yeah. Just because somebody's your mother or your father, just because they're your mother or your father doesn't mean they've got the answers. Right. It means they've got, they love for you in their heart, but if all, if, if they don't know a homeowner, how are you going to think you're going to be one? Yeah. If they've never been a business owner, then how are you going to become one? If they're not an entrepreneur, then how are you going to be one? You might be, but you're not, but you roll out of what you yeah. see. And so, and so with all of this knowledge, right? Cause you're from Compton. The hood. The D-A- hood. D- no, not the hood. That's the proper people like you say that. Yeah. The hood. The hood. The, right? yeah, the hood. So being from the hood in Compton, like, like how, where did you get this mindset shift and what was the genesis of like what what made you say listen I care about my community you know rainbows only follow storms mm-hmm. you cannot have a rainbow without a storm first yeah. I mean we are the resilient people and my so you know it comes from pain you know my my mom and dad divorce over money mm-hmm. number one cause of divorce is money domestic abuse yeah. they were at it yeah. uh, I remember that. I remember the argument. I remember my, my dad hitting my mother, and then my mother hitting my, my dad. Um, and they went their separate ways. We don't have time for the story, but it's in my book, Up From Nothing, my last book. Now, I'm, so I was five years old. Uh, and my mother divorced my father because she had saved $4,000 for my brother to go to college of his choice. My dad got to the bank first, right? And he wasted the money. My brother, by the way, went into the military because now that they finance his education in college. He then was that was supposed to be four years, Ash. He spent 20 years in the military, habit. He then married a Hawaiian, moved to Hawaii, has Hawaiian children. By the way, this is a beautiful story. But the point is, it's all about $4,000 and having to go to, to the military to get your education. If he could have gone to a school of his choice, who knows what he would have done? Right. Maybe he'd been a, I don't know, a doctor, lawyer, who knows? But right. it wasn't his choice. Right. So my mother said, that's it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. We went to go live with my mother's cousin's uh, family, and there was this dude named O.C. He was, uh, I call him my uncle, but he was actually the uh, boyfriend of my mother's cousin. And he, in order to make some extra money, he had a job the other day, nine to five. Mm-hmm. He wanted to hustle five to nine. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he hustled the wrong way. Went around the corner to sell marijuana. He rode his bike back home, and he had saved my life, Ash, because I was swallowing my tongue one day, and he hit me in the back of my shoulder blades and cleared my throat passage. So I'm sitting at home waiting for him, hit his house, waiting for him to get home. He said, I saved my life. He's my hero, man. I'm just waiting for him to come home. I didn't realize what business he was in. And he's riding his bicycle down the street, and a truck comes behind him and hits him from behind, and drags him down the street until he's dead. Those were the drug dealers in the neighborhood who were sending a message that you were in the wrong neighborhood, the wrong territory. That's a whole nother stupid conversation because they don't even own the block they were protecting. That's a city block. But his story was over. So that was a second lesson about money. First lesson was divorce. That destroyed our generational wealth. We owned a gas station. We owned an eight-unit apartment building we bought for 18,000, now worth six million. We lost that. 
We own our own home. We own the cement contracting business. We lost it all because my dad could make it, but couldn't make it, but not keep it. And didn't realize that his partner was my mother, who was a financial genius. But they didn't work together. So first thing was a divorce. Second thing was this, this man I call my uncle being murdered in front of me over money. So my mother buys her first house on an hourly job, goes to Compton, where she could afford the house. 15502 South Fraley, that's the address. So we're in our first home. My best friend was this really smart guy named George. He was an A student, but he had a really crappy family environment. And um, so George hung out with Tweet, the, the, thug, the thug next door to me who sold drugs. And, and George got shot and killed with Tweet. Wow. So I, I'm nine. Right. Right. <laughs> Two murders and the death of generational wealth. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm like, you know, I don't get this. Like, we are brilliant. But yeah. this story never ends well. Mm. I need to figure this thing out. So I went to school one day. And this white banker, blue suit, white shirt, red tie, mm. comes in my classroom teaching financial literacy. I never heard that phrase before in my life. Mm. He was from bank. I'm nine years old. I'm looking for answers now. God gave you two ears and one mouth. You listen twice as much as you talk. I'm looking for answers, man. I'm I'm looking for wherever I can find them. Now, most of my brothers had bad experience with a white man. It was a police officer throwing them against a patrol car. That wasn't my experience. This white man comes in. This is why I'm not afraid of black white people today. I have no problem with with them. I had a positive experience. Man, can't teach you financial literacy, money. Second session, I raised my hand. By the third session, I was wearing a suit, by the way. Only my Sunday suit. My mother, you put me in these little crushed velvet, three-piece velvet, purple suits. I'm so traumatized to this day. <laughs> and sent me to school in Compton. I got beat up every day. Uh, excuse me, I was sorry, it was a little trauma moment. So, but anyway, I'm sitting, I raised my hand. Excuse me, sir, what do you do for a living? The banker, what do you do for a living? Uh, and how'd you get rich legally? I was dead serious. You know what I'm talking about. I'd never seen nobody in a, a suit in my neighborhood unless it was a detective. And it right. was a bad suit. Right, right. Nobody had a business card in my neighborhood. No one worked in an office building unless it was a courthouse. Mm-hmm. No courthouse in Compton. Mm-hmm. No courthouse in the hood. I mean, no office building in the hood. No, nobody had a, a salaried income. You couldn't leave during the day, and go to somebody's school. My mother worked, had two 15 minute breaks mm-hmm. and a lunch break. Right. This is real talk. Right. Who are you? Yeah. He said, Young man, I'm a banker and I finance entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Yeah. I was done. Yeah. I said, sir, I don't know what an entrepreneur is. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that phrase in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm nine. Mm-hmm. I've been in school. For, I mean, I don't know what that is. But whatever it is, if it's legal yeah. and you're financing it, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. one. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't know. I need that. I'm going to be one. Mm-hmm. I claimed it. Yeah. Went home, opened up the dictionary. It's a Google search now. Mm-hmm. I opened up the dictionary, right? Word entrepreneur, French word, create something out of nothing. So I looked at my neighborhood in a different way, as a marketplace. Yeah. And I noticed a guy on the corner selling liquor, called Max Liquor Store, brother. Yeah. And I realized he was a businessman, first time. He's a businessman. Yeah. And uh, so we say we hate capitalists. Everybody who sells, everybody you know who's got a, I don't know, uh, who, who babysits kids, yeah. uh, babysits your kids, that's a capitalist. Mm-hmm. You're doing nails, that's a capitalist. Yeah. I mean, all these, who might cut your hair, that's a capitalist. Yeah. So, this guy was selling candy at a little candy station inside the liquor store. So I went and said, man, you're selling the wrong kind of candy. Mm. He said, go away, little boy. I've got a college degree. Mm. I said, that's nice. I've got cavities. Mm. I'm nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
And uh, he says, you got gumption. He said, I'll tell you what, let me, let me this, is, this is a lesson now. Let me uh, hire you as a salesman. Come sell candy at my, my sales counter. You're really good. I don't want to be a salesman. What, do you, what job do you want? I want to be a box boy. He said, that's the worst job I've got. That's one I want. So I went behind the uh, coal box. We know where you open it up, you get your beer, you get your drinks. The guy pushing it from behind, that was me. I worked for three weeks and quit. Because all I was trying to do is do market research. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad. Because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. That's chime.com slash goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Where did the product come from? Where did you buy it from? What was the wholesale rate? What was the retail rate? I get so frustrated with us want to rock a mic yeah. only, yeah. bounce a basketball only, yeah. uh, swing a bat only, yeah. uh, throw a ball only, hit those beats only. Quincy Jones says, if you don't own music rights, publishing rights, or licensing rights, you're not even in the music business. You're a temporary performer. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I want to write the checks, not cash them. Mm. So it was a mind shift. It was a complete, utter, absolute mind shift. And I've been trying to give this memo to our people ever since at scale. Because if you're a drug dealer, and I'm not hitting, there's no negative statement here, right? Because you, it may have been your circumstances that caused you to do that. Because NASCAR came from moonshine running in the Appalachian Mountains, so, right? But if you're a drug dealer, I think it's a stupid business plan and it's not going to end well. But if you're a drug dealer, you're not dumb. You understand import, export, marketing, wholesale, retail, customer service, security, territory, logistics, right? So anyway, I, I, I quit that job as a box boy, went home, borrowed $40 from my mother, went to Iris Food Store, which is where he bought his inventory, uh, made $300 a week in the neighborhood candy house, put, put him out of, the, out of the candy business in six, I think it was six months. I put him out of the candy business. Wow. And... Um, and then I found girls and lost the business recurring thing in my life. But, um, but, but, but that was the, that was cash. That, Ash, that was the, that was the lesson. Yeah. That was that the turning point where I said, I can do anything. Yeah. 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 Anything. Yeah. And then, and then now fast forward, you, you have this, op, you, you see this opportunity 
because of what somebody instilled in you um, early on in your life, teaching financial literacy. And my mother telling me she loved me every day. And your mother telling you she loved you every day. Which is where the self-esteem came from. Mm. Talk, talk, talk a little bit about that because I think a, a lot of what you talked about earlier, uh, spending money, you know, going to the strip club, looking... Looking for love and all the wrong places. places right? And yeah. so a lot, a lot of, um, you know, you know, people buying front row seats and mm -hmm. you know wanting to to be seen. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Love. Flossing. Yeah. And so, so talk a little bit lifestyle about riches. Because you know, your mother told you, "I love you every single day." This is the real slavery. Mm. See, I can break out of chains. Mm. Yeah. I can escape a physical structure. Once they got you brainwashed here, yeah. whoever they happen to be, yeah. they don't need to do a thing to you. Mm. you do, it to yourself. do you know that governors will tell you by third grade reading, reading and math scores how many prisons to build? Mm. This is math. Mm. So my mother telling me she loved me every day of my life was everything. Yeah. Because there's a difference between, between self-esteem and confidence. Mm. Confidence comes from competence. So your camera crew here, your, your, all your gaps, everybody, they're extraordinarily competent. But clearly they know what they're doing. I can look at you and see you're incredibly competent, which gives you confidence. Right? But we confuse confidence with self-esteem. So if you have high confidence and low self-esteem, you're going to make really bad decisions. So self-esteem is how I esteem myself. What did Quincy Jones say to me? Not one ounce of my self-esteem depends on your acceptance of me. Mm. What did my pastor say to me? It's not what you call me, it's what I answer to that's important and never answer out of your name. Then I added to argue with the fool proves there are two. So if I don't like me, I'm not gonna like you. Here's crab in the barrel. Yeah. If I don't feel good about me, I'm not gonna feel good about you. If there's somebody watching this show right now and saying, bunk him, who's he think he is? Why would you possibly, where would, think about, where could that possibly come from? You don't know me. I'm going to say a thing to you other than basically your uplift. So if there is a, anything going through your mind, body, or soul right now that's not positive, that's the poison. That's the toxicity that was dripped into your soul. If I don't like me, I'm not going to like you. If I don't feel good about me, I'm not going to feel good about you. If I don't love me, don't expect me to love you. If I don't respect me, how in the hell am I going to respect you? And here's a big one. If I don't have a purpose in my life, I'm gonna make your life a living hell. Because whatever goes around, comes around. And here is the airtight balloon of poverty. This is real poverty, it's not monetary. It's mindset, right? So my mother set me free, really, by telling me she loved me every day of my life because her mama didn't tell her that she was loved. So she decided she was gonna break that cycle. So I had self-esteem and confidence. And because I had self-esteem, you understand when you have self-esteem, the eagles don't fly in packs. You've never seen a flock of eagles. They're high-altitude birds. But buzzards love packs. Buzzards are low-altitude birds. Buzzards always play hating, never play congratulating. Always got something negative to say about somebody. Stepping on your head to elevate themselves and shooting at eagles. Now think about, as you're watching this segment, everybody in your environment. And then you got turkeys. And turkeys got wings and can't fly. All they do is profile. 
translation, yeah. trying to be something you are not. not. In your life, as you, as you go through your week, you're going to see eagles, buzzards, and turkeys. But you'll see eagles very rarely. And even if you are an eagle, I mean, I think I'm an eagle, but once a week, I act like a turkey. A couple days a week, I act like a buzzard, by, just, by, just out of habit. Right. You got to catch yourself. Right. But you want that to be the exception, not the rule. But if everybody around you is acting like a buzzard or a turkey, if you hang around nine broke people, you'll be the tenth. Whatever you hang around, you'll be. So we don't really have time for this conversation, but it's this, this mindset thing, it's everything. It's, every, it's literally everything. Yeah. And so where, where, where would somebody start, right? Because I believe that, right? So my first book, My Right Money, Right, Ten Laws of Financial Freedom. And you've written 10 books. Right, 10 More books. than 10, yeah, yeah. Uh, name of my company, My Right Money Management, because yeah. I know it starts with mindset. Right. And so... Where where does that start? I mean, like how how does somebody watching right now is like, all right, great, I, I get it, but where do I start? First of all, you gotta say I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. But I can't save you. No one can save you. You gotta save you. Yeah. You gotta say enough. I'm just I'm I knock it off. I'm tired. This is not working. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Just stop, knock it off, yeah. right? And when you have toxic people around you. Get them away from you. Get them away from you. Yeah. I love you, but you got to go. Yeah. I love you, but you, you cannot hang around here anymore. You're dragging me down with you. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Number three, pick up the phone and make a phone call. Operation Hope services are free. Did you hear that? Free 99. Free. Yeah. Free. I've got no agenda. Free. Why would you not call? Home ownership, credit repair. Starting a business. Why would you not call? Yeah. Why would you not call? We're going to raise your credit score 54 points in six months. Why would you not call? Yeah. If you've never checked your credit, there's an error in your credit report. We're gonna, my team's going to remove that for you. Your credit, your credit's going to pop 30, 40 points. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? If you're watching this and you make less than $60,000 a year in income, the federal government owes you a check. You watching this, you work, I don't know, wherever you work, McDonald's, Walmart, what does it matter? What do, you make $35,000 a year. I'm looking right at you now. You have three children. God bless you for working. You make $35,000 a year. You need to give this man a Nobel Peace Prize because he just earned you $7,000 cash. It's called the Earned Income Tax Credit. If you make $35,000 a year and you have three children, the federal government owes you a check for $7,000. And listen now, <laughs> it's retroactive for three years. If you've never filed, if you just said, what's EITC? Congratulations. You have a check coming. That's simple math. Just under $20,000. Best I can tell. And and, and based on the new stimulus bill that just came out, $3,000. Your children have never made you money your entire life. They cost you money. Now now they're they're revenue generators because the government owes you $3,000 for each child. Cash, that's $9,000. Am I talking to myself? That's almost $30,000. Why aren't we doing a pro, why aren't we doing a march for that? Where's the march for the earned income tax credit? I think one of your people I think is actually Google searching EITC right now. Look, check this out. Hold on, one out of four Americans, read black people, (laughs) black and brown folks, who qualify for EITC never ask for it. Wow. 
That's 20 trillion, sorry, it's 20 billion dollars a year. 20 billion dollars a year. We just give it back to the federal government. It's our money. Wow. So this stuff's so simple, man. Yeah. It's so it's like low-hanging fruit. 41% of us own a home. 41. Why are you going, why are we renting an apartment in Buckhead with money we don't have to impress people we don't know in a place that don't want you in a house you don't own? Did I miss something? Buy the worst house on the best block in the hood. Buy the best house in the worst block in the hood. Buy rehab and hold. Buy rehab and rent. But do not sell because they are not growing any more land. Do you know what an inner city in France is called? Paris. You know what an inner city in the UK is called? London. You know what an inner city in, in, in Turkey is called? Istanbul. I can do this all day. This is centrally located, invaluable real estate. Please listen now. Next to freeways, expressways, downtowns, uh, transportation, doesn't it sound like your neighborhood? Right, right. What are we doing? What are we doing right now? Moving out of our own neighborhoods. There's no clan coming with sticks of lit, <laughs> you know, you know, lit, you know, pile. Oh, move out of the hood. There's nobody running us out of the hood. Because right. it's here. Because we, because, because, because we've been taught to value other things. What if it if it blings and it right. sings, right. then 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 we swing. You've been bamboozled. You've been tricked. You've been fooled. If you see a white family with flip-flops and short pants on riding a bicycle in your neighborhood, that is not a tourist. They live there. And don't be angry at them. In order for them to buy it, somebody's had to sell it. Why are we getting angry at white folks coming in your neighborhood? They, they couldn't buy it unless you sell it or don't own it in the first place. I mean, this is just real talk to me. People say, oh, you know, we hate gentrification. No, you don't. Gentrification dictionary, the dictionary definition is a movement of middle class values. Mm -hmm. It didn't say white people. Right. Didn't say Asians. Mm -hmm. <laughs> didn't say, it said movement to middle class values. Yeah. We can do that. Right. More education and home ownership and own a few stocks. It ain't complicated. Yeah. 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 Do you know there's never been a riot in a 700 credit score neighborhood mm. in all of America's history? Mm. All of America's history. Never, ever. Ever. You know where riots are? Mm. So you look at the credit score. 500 credit score neighborhoods. Wow. Guess where we live? Mm. You know where George Floyd was murdered at? Mm. 500 credit score neighborhoods. Mm. You know where all these police uh, shootings are of black people in neighborhood? 500 credit score neighborhoods. Wow. How can I be, how can this be a coincidence? Wow. How can this be a coincidence? Wow. You, you know where the, you know where the homicide headquarters are in the, United States of America, 500 credit score neighborhoods. You know where the drug headquarters are in the United States of America? 500 credit score neighborhoods. I can do this all day. Wow. Do you know the poorest state in America is Mississippi? Do you know the lowest credit score state in America is Mississippi? Wow. So that's not black people. That's poor white people. They can't get their, they can't get their business plan right. They're so focused on hate and, 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 and somebody else's situation, they can't focus on their own uplift. Right. Let me tell you what. Uh, 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 somebody who's built on talking about wealth is, is talking about their ideas. Yeah. Somebody's talking about, about poverty is focused on drama and talking about other people. Yeah. So, if you, so what, what, what are you and friends talking about? 
they're talking about other people, and if you're spending your whole day managing drama, how do you build wealth? I mean, am I I talking crazy here? (laughs) To me, this is just common sense. But folks have got us off our game, man. Mm. They got us distracted by the drama. And I'm tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it. So the answer is they need to call Operation Hope or they need to read one of your books. Because you can unlock this yourself. (laughs) I can raise my credit score. I don't need the Social Justice Committee to raise my credit score. I don't need, look, I don't need a white man to love me. I love me. I don't need somebody else to validate me. I validate me. So uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s father, first of all, his grandfather, Eddie Williams, owned all that land around the King Center. That's why the King Center is there. They own the land. So father, Daddy King, who served on the board of a bank for 40 years, hello, served on the board of a bank for 40 years, Citizens Trust Bank for 40 years, preached on Sunday and banked on Monday. So Martin Luther King, whose real name was Michael King, they changed his name to align with the Bible, but Martin Luther King Jr. was playing with a white kid across the street in the, it was the late 40s. And uh, the white kid's father said, you can't play with my son anymore. He had a little convenience store. Everybody following the store? Daddy King walks over very quietly, very gently, never raised his voice, because when you got the power, you don't need to use it. He says, I understand that you don't want your son to play with my son. That's correct. Can I ask why? Because he's black. He didn't say black. (laughs) You do understand that I own the land underneath your convenience store, don't you? End of conversation. The guy's attitude immediately improved. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is what my Jewish friends do. That's what my Jewish friends do. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's the Jewish business model. There's only 7.5 million Jews in the United States of America. There's 350 million people. But they're a household name. Here's what they do. Because they were attacked in the Holocaust. Yeah. We all know the story. Yeah. right? A third of all Jews were exterminated in the 40s in like three countries. Uh-huh. There's only 15 million Jews in the world today. Half of them are- This episode is sponsored by Greenwood Bank. Here. Now, here was their business plan. Everybody watching this? This is, this, is, this is the whole deal. This is what they had before and after the Holocaust. As much education can shove down your throat. It's called The Five Pillars of Success. It's my book up from nothing. They understood wealth creation. They understood economics, financial literacy, the math of the matter. Family structure and resiliency. Self-esteem and confidence. Role models and environment. They had those five things before the Holocaust. They had those five things. After the Holocaust, they're doing just fine. In spite of people not liking them, in spite of the racism, in spite of people hating on them. They're like, okay, you want to burn the flag? I own the flagpole, the land underneath the flag, the building. I own the whole thing. This is a little known story. Michael Jackson had a, uh, I love Michael Jackson, but he had a song. I can't repeat it, but the song has some interesting uh, lyrics in it. You guys probably know what I'm talking about, the song. Don't do, don't this me, don't that me, right? You can go back and probably find the song. Do you know? The certain elements in Hollywood said, this is the king of pop. He was the biggest dude on the planet when this was, sir, we love your artistry. We think you're an incredible talent. You'll either take that line out of that song 
or you will never publish that album. Wow. Wow. It was removed. Wow. wow. <laughs> how, how, do, how do we get there, though, as a community? Own a home. Right. <laughs> I mean, go get your EITC. Yeah. Get a job, right? But, Stop. But big, I mean, bigger, this is basic. Pay your taxes. But bigger than that, you know, because you... you Pay your child you said, support. You said something earlier. <laughs> Stop being a baby daddy and be a father. Right. Stop <laughs> being a baby mama. Be a mother. Right. I mean... Yeah, but you, but you, you, you said, read a book. You said something about like the Jewish community going through the Holocaust, right? And as African Americans have gone through, you know, slavery and and, and our version of the Holocaust, mm -hmm. um, still going on. And, and so and so and so, how can um, one community go through tragedy and use that tragedy to kind of? You know, you know, you know, come together and yeah. build community. Yeah. And there's another community. It's a good question. Like, how, like, yeah. like, because we were one of three people deny those five pillars of success. So uh, Native American Indians, poor whites, yes, poor whites, even rich whites don't blame poor whites. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking poor whites. I'm just saying this is like a material fact. Like right. the word white didn't exist for, for 200 million years of human evolution. Nobody talked about white people. They talked about rich people. <laughs> they talked about powerful people like blacks enslaved. Did you know that? Yeah. Arabs enslaved. Everybody enslaved. How do you think people got from the middle of Africa to the coast? It was black tribal leaders selling each other. They didn't realize they were selling their brothers into slavery. They didn't know they were selling people. They didn't even know there was things beyond the coast, actually, right? But this was economics, right? But the word white was created in the 1600s because wealthy whites saw blacks and whites getting along together as indentured servants. They ran away with each other, call that a union protest, right? Yep. And when they were caught, they said, we cannot have a class riot. Mm. We don't mind a race riot. Yeah. We cannot have a class riot because we're the class. Right. So they told the white dude, we're going to give them, the black people, uh, life for running away. We're going to give you two years. Mm. Just work two more years. Yeah. By the way, you're white like us. Mm. And you're in charge of them. Yeah. Got the guys completely distracted. Yeah. The poor white dude didn't do critical thinking. He didn't say, well, am I rich like you, though? Right. Am I wealthy like you, though? Right. Do I own land like you? Right. Do I have titles like you? No, no, no. He just, oh, 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 I'm white like you. Oh, I'm in charge of them? Oh, oh okay, boss. Yeah, yeah. That's been 40 years. 40 years of us mixing it up, poor whites and poor blacks, over ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. The reason that we are in this spot, and you asked the right question, is we didn't get three, which you need at least three of these five pillars. We're, it doesn't matter which, which of the three you pick. Mm -hmm. I said education, as much as you can shove down your throat, denied us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like the law. You cannot educate a black person. Right. You can't, we could not read. This is why I'm devastated that we don't read books now. Yeah. Devastated that, that, we don't, that we don't do critical thinking now, right? Because that was the everything. You could not, against the law, yeah. for a black person to read a book. Yeah. That's why churches were so popular, because that was the only place you could read something. It was called the Bible. Understanding the math of the matter, mm -hmm. the Freedmen's Bank, you know this story, because yeah. I, I renamed the Freedman, the Treasury Annex building across from the White House, the Freedmen's Bank building. Mm -hmm. It was a bank created to teach free slaves about money, yeah. 1865. Mm -hmm. But Lincoln was killed the next month. Yeah. Frederick Douglass went to run that bank mm -hmm. after Lincoln was assassinated. He thought it was so important, mm -hmm. right? But that bank went away. We never got the memo on financial literacy, how money works. It's not like we got it and screwed it up. Yeah. We just never got the memo. Got so it's what we don't know. It's what I said earlier. It's what you don't know that you don't know that's killing you, but you think you know. So that's number two. Number three, family structure and resiliency. 
What do we? What happened in slavery? To your point, they dispensed the family, right? They held a brother like you down while they abused the wife, not to break your body, not to hurt your feelings, to break your spirit because you couldn't protect your wife. So after a certain point of time, you stop fighting here, you stop believing here, you just became angry here, and they want you emotional. Number four. I've never said this on the interview, so y'all got some, y'all, y'all, y'all got some either really hot or really boring. Uh, num- uh, number four, I think I'm on number four, uh, so family structure and resiliency, self-esteem and confidence. Well, what happens when you're that dude who's trying to defend your family, but you can't? You break your spirit. Your self-esteem is the first that goes. So now you're just a walking zombie. You have no hope. The most dangerous person in the world is a person with no hope. hope. Yeah. And now environment. If you hang around nine broke people, you'll be the tenth. Why do we want to be rap stars, athletes, and drug dealers? I love rap stars. My brother Killer Mike, my brother T.I., my Howard Hewitt just hit me up, the singer. I, I love, but I can't, I can't scale Howard Hewitt. I can't scale LeBron. I can't scale T.I. These are not scalable models. Right. You can't have 48 million black people trying to be LeBron. Right. It don't work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You need engineers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need bankers. You need you need real estate investors. You need doctors. You need lawyers. You need scalable careers. Right. So you so you have all our people bamboozled yeah. trying to be rap stars, athletes or God forbid, drug dealers, because that's what we see. We model what we see. Yeah. So your question, you can almost reduce this interview to your last question. Because that's why we're messed up today. We, we don't have three of those five pillars of success. They were denied us. And after slavery, because Lincoln was assassinated, the rest of the experiment was never completed to teach us about the free enterprise system. Get us real freedom, which is that writing that check, not cashing it because wealth comes from business ownership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The middle class was a great step. I call that the second reconstruction. First reconstruction was freedom yeah. after the civil war. Second reconstruction was a job. Civil rights movement. Third reconstruction is owning the job creator, mm-hmm. which is the civil rights movement between now and 2030. Mm. So thank God that uh, the tragedy of George Floyd's murder was transferred into an opportunity for the rebirth of a four year old social justice reckoning on black America. Yeah. We have a chance right now yeah. to heal yeah. and to get it right which is why I'm doing this interview and why I'm wearing myself out every day trying to get this message out because we're sitting right now in a moment in history. We shouldn't be angry. Yeah. It's a useless emotion. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, be, don't, don't be ashamed. Don't be angry. Anger is not a business plan. All it does is get you off your game. Yeah. Don't, don't be frustrated. Don't, don't, go, don't spend your time cursing somebody out. Yeah. None of that pays dividends. Yeah. Nobody cares, by the way. And so, and what, what, what advice, because I, I'm loving this and I could keep going on. Man, I've been giving you advice the whole interview. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but, but what, what advice right now you, you got, you got somebody, um, who is, um, you know, working a nine to five, wants to start a business. Um, they're looking at these times as horrible times. Um, what advice would you get? Would you give them? First of all, realize it's not a horrible time. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There's never been a better time to be black and responsible in your entire life, in your in your mama's life, in your grandmama's life, in your great grandmama's life. Like if you're black and responsible, hardworking, intelligent and remotely honest and you walk down the street, some white person will grab you and put you in the car and try to give you a job. I'm joking, but I'm serious. Like there's never been a better time to be black ever. 
than right now. What what's so horrible? Yeah. Government's giving you a stimulus check. What's so hor- horrible? I mean, what 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 are you complaining about? Yeah. I mean, you complaining because somebody is discriminated against you? That's been going on since the beginning of time, yeah. right? That's just a distraction, right? So what I would say is now is clear your head. Cle- clear your head, reset. It's time for a software upgrade. Yeah. Don't get distracted. I walk through life consciously oblivious of most things around me. Oh. My, my wife asks me all the time, what about this? What about what restaurant were you at? I don't know. Oh, what, 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 amnesia, I love it. Oh, no, I walk through my life, no, no, consciously yeah. oblivious yeah. of most things around me. Yeah. If it's not paying my bill, <laughs> earning me wealth, yeah. educating me, advancing me in some way, because I'm, I'm, I asked Quincy Jones, how'd you get so smart? He said, I'm just nosy as hell. I'm nosy. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be ordering all your books today. I'm all over you like a cheap suit. I'm listening as I'm talking to you. I'm looking at all your body language because you have high self-esteem. You, you are the black man that we want to see in the world. So as I'm talking, I'm even listening. I'm, I want to leave here smarter than when I got here. So, so everybody, you got to realize you are an LLC. You are a limited liability corporation. You are a brand, yeah. right? So clear your head, clear that toxicity out of your body, be consciously oblivious of all the drama that's surrounding you in your life, it doesn't pay you a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And focus on one thing you're gonna get done today. Mm. Yeah. You're not gonna go to sleep tonight yeah. unless you file for the EITC. Yeah. You're not going to sleep tonight until you get an appointment with Operation Hope. Yeah. You're not going to sleep tonight until you read a chapter of, of Ash's book. Yeah. You're not gonna go to sleep tonight until you put an application or do a search for a home that you will own. You're not going to sleep tonight until you reset your Pinterest board of all the dreams that you're going to accomplish. You're not going to sleep tonight until you roll and re-enroll into school or college. Yeah. You're not going to sleep tonight until you, until you make a step to clear your credit. Yeah. You're not going to sleep tonight until you make peace with your ex-wife because that is where your child is and you need a relationship with your child. Yeah. You're not going to sleep to, yeah. You're not going to sleep tonight yeah. Until you reset your life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look, look, this is look. When I tell you, you've been dropping a lot of some gold bars. We don't got, we don't got gold bars, but we were dropping some gold bars. Um, and so listen, I need y'all to really pay attention. Go back and rewatch this interview because it is nothing but tangibles, though, right? It's not just theory, it's a bunch of tangibles. So we're gonna go um and do a lightning round real quick. And so what we do, because we are in the vault, uh, we take bank terms. Uh, and then we flip them uh, in order to, to to fit, you know, us, in, our theme inside the vault. Um, and so the first term I'm going to say is deposit slip. A deposit slip, you walk into the bank, uh, you fill it out, you put money inside the bank. But for us, a uh, deposit slip is a slip up, a money mistake. What would you say is the biggest deposit slip you've made in your life? Wanting other people's uh, approval. Mm. Uh, I've wasted at least three decades of my life trying to get the approval of somebody I don't want to be like. Wow, 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 wow. Second term is charge off, right? So charge off, you borrow money from the bank, uh, and for whatever reason you can't pay it back, the bank tries to get it from you, and then eventually they say, look what, we're going to charge this off. Um, So far in your life and your journey, uh, what type of people or mindset did you have to charge off? Oh, man, I do that every day. This is my favorite activity. Yeah. I say, I say you, you ain't got to go. You got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, toxic people yeah. have got to go. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. Like, I love you, but you got to go. Yeah. Like, I, 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 you know, I don't use the word can't in my, can't in the possible, nor even in my dictionary. Mm-hmm. But I, like, you cannot be in my environment 
and have a negative attitude. You cannot not love God. You cannot hate on my dreams. You cannot not take care of your children. I'm not, I mean, consciously not take care of your children. Like, that's like a sin to me. Like, what are you doing with your life? But you're not bringing that mess to me. You're not infecting my family with it. You ain't got to go, but you got to get the hell out of here. Let the doorknob hit you with a dog shit and bitch you. You have got to go. Now, this moment, toxic people are the number one threat to your aspirations and your prosperity. I cannot, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience and energy matters. And your culture is not the only thing in, in, in business, it's the only thing in life. What's the culture of your household? What's the culture of your block that you're living on? What's the culture of your neighborhood? That's what the credit score is. It's not about the credit score. Credit score is a trending indicator for hope, well-being, culture, environment. If you live in a 700 credit score neighborhood, everybody's trying to pop, talk about their ideas. What business are they going to start? What, what, you know, it's, it's, they want to own a home. Where they they want to go to Home Depot. They want to go to Whole Foods. They want to eat better. They wanna, it, it's a mindset of aspiration. You live in a 500 credit score neighborhood. It's a getting neighborhood. I want to get that money. I want to get that stereo. I want to get that strip club. I want to get that party. I want to get that, 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 that rap. I wanna get that. It's, there's nothing to it. Yeah. You got to be in a giving state of mind, not a getting state of mind. Yeah. When you meet somebody, say, what can I do for you? Mm. Not what can you do for me? Stop asking what you get and figure out what you have to give. That's it. It's over. Like, like I'm not going nowhere else. Listen, if you did not, if if this show did not bless your life, then you are just not ready. You are not in energetic alignment with change. You are not in energetic alignment with prosperity. You are not in energetic alignment with wealth. And that's okay. But this show right here will change your whole life. Right here, right here. That's like my Compton voice. Did I do it right? Oh, you do pretty good. Right here, this show. <laughs> right right here, here, right here. Uh, if somebody wanted to connect with you, where can they find you? Uh, at John O'Brien. Uh, we're making smart sexy. We have 3 million followers and growing 110 million views online. I just got a, uh, it's not yet announced, but I'm doing a podcast. It starts January. So we've been, we'll be dropping jewels, uh, you know, following your, your footsteps. Maybe you can come on my show. But, uh, you know, I want to make smart sexy at scale. At John Hope Bryant, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, uh, wh- wherever you, you happen to be, you'll find me. All right, y'all. We are closing out the vault and, and Operation Hope. Hope. Right. Yeah. Make sure y'all tap in. Uh, what you have? What's, what's, what's yeah, the Operation, website? Yeah, like, OperationHope.org and and uh, I think it's eight 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 one eight eight Hope or something like that. I think, I think it's uh, just go to OperationHope.org. But uh, for everybody watching this who wants to start a business, we uh, Shopify committed one hundred and thirty million dollars to Operation Hope to to create a million black businesses over ten years. It's $25,000 package per business, which includes a Shopify license for free, include a website for free, a domain name for free, payment systems for free, scheduling app, delivery system support, credit line against your first sale. Uh, Operation will then provide you with, a, with banking advice, uh, a lawyer, an accountant, uh, marketing support. These are major firms giving two hours of their time to help you live your life. Uh, this is the James Brown version of affirmative action. Open the door, I'll get it myself. We, we're doing this at scale at Operation Hope, and that's one million black business initiative. You go to hope1mbb.org and sign up today. There's no gimmick, there's no there's no catch. I was on Roland Martin's show and some brother said, Man, what's the catch? I'm like, Shopify wants you as a new customer. Right. 
right? We want we want people to want us as legitimate customers. We don't we we shouldn't want handouts or welfare or, or somebody somebody's sympathy. No, no, no. We are born to win. Black folks are born to win. We've been doing our in where I started. We've been doing so much with with so little for so long. We can almost do anything with nothing. Over the round it through it. We're gonna get to it. And when the rules are published and the playing field is leveled, we kill it. We did that in the arts, we've done that in entertainment, and now we're gonna do it in business and entrepreneurship and wealth creation. Mic drop. Mic drop. This is the official Triple OG. The Hope Dealer is in the building. <laughs> we are closing out the vault. Make sure you follow us at Inside the Vault. Follow me at I Am Ash Cash on all social media platforms. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in, tuning in. I'll see y'all next time on the greatest money mindset show on the planet, Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. I'll see you next time in God's will. Peace. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You won't Ash Cash. You can catch it right here in the vault. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.